0: This is we need to talk about Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering season one, episode eight, bugs. <laughs> I'm Kenzie. Ew. I'm Haley. <laughs> we need to talk about Sam. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go with it.
1: That's what we got. That's what we got. It's 11 <laughs> it o'clock at it night. It
0: works. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. <sighs> <laughs> and we're just starting to record the fucking podcast. Wow. Look you at us go. We got distracted by Lego Harry Potter. Yes, we did. We played Lego Harry Potter. I love Lego Harry Potter. That's I forgot bad. to open
1: this. Um, I think... We should try and find a new Lego game to play.
0: Yes. Yes, we should. I... Okay, I just realized we could probably do, like, a recap period or something, like, you know, a recap thing or something in the beginning of each episode about, like, what happened in the last episode. No, I don't remember. Uh, that, yeah, exactly. That was too long ago. <laughs> last week's episode, we covered skin...
1: And Hookman. And Hookman. We, we, got- we found some weird articles about, um... On webmd, <laughs> whatever it was. Oh, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking I up. I think it was Cora. Oh,
0: <laughs> looking, we uh, looking up why people use hooks <laughs> as a prosthetic. That was great. Oh, where are the boys? Though I think skin doesn't really go too much into the boys' like mindsets beyond like Dean's, like buried yeah. angst. Um. I thought I was going to sneeze, and then I didn't. Uh, And uh, Hookman, we get some of Sam's, like, still mourning Jessica, and that sort of stuff. But neither of them are super, you know, intense episodes when it comes to, like, digging into the boys' mindsets and thought Mm -hmm. processes and stuff. Bugs, on the other hand, is actually a surprisingly deep episode for being considered, uh, if not the worst episode in supernatural one of the worst. I personally wouldn't call it the worst episode. I don't like it. It's far from a favorite episode,
1: but I don't think I'd call it the worst. I'd say plot-wise, I think route 666 is probably worse. <laughs> route 666 is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but it's less gross. Bugs has the extra gross factor, that yeah, I think people yeah, just of actual
0: insects don't
1: like. <laughs> mhm. So it hits the mark for, for being, like, unsettling in that way.
0: hmm And, I mean, some of the plot stuff is kind of, like, it's a, it's a very simplistic episode, especially compared to, like, skin. You know? Like, it's super, super simple. Yeah, I honestly... It's a
1: straightforward...
0: But the fact that it's such a simple case gives us a little more room to play with the characters on the case, so we get to know, like, and we get some of that, some, um, some... Conversations between the boys about stuff. Because when they're, like, on a super complex case like Skin, we don't really have time to, for the boys to stand in the middle of a university commons and have a conversation about their trauma. <laughs> you know, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. So, it's kind of a, you know, you win some, you lose some... So I wouldn't call Bugs the worst episode, but like I, I was saying to Haley before we started recording, if I was to make like a, if I was to rank all three hundred and twenty-seven episodes, Bugs would at least be in the bottom half. Um, I don't know how low it would really go. Probably,
1: probably close to the bottom. But you'd yeah. be able to know better than I would. There's a lot of episodes. We've <laughs> only made it to season three, so
0: we haven't finished
1: season three yet.
0: No, we should I do that. We will do that this weekend. We have like two weeks. Uh... Two episodes. episodes, yeah. I think fifteen and sixteen. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, two or three episodes. I don't remember exactly how many, but yeah. Um, so I guess jumping right into things. Uh, Bugs is actually the last episode in the like the five episode synopses that Kripke posted for the three hundredth. That I keep bringing up and keep linking in the show notes. Um, <laughs> this is the last one, uh, and so I guess I'll, I think I would like to read it, and we'll see how much it changed. I actually yeah. kind of like that. I wish I had more of the original episode synopses, you know? It's cool I to see, uh, how it evolves. Yeah, yeah, and, like, what bits were kept and stuff, so let me read this for us, and then we can jump into the actual episode. Uh, Newport, Kentucky. That changed. <laughs> a woman notices with irritation a bump on her arm. Maybe a mosquito bite? Her irritation turns into horror when the bump starts moving. What the Ew. fuck, Kripke? <laughs> up her arm, up her neck, whatever it is, it's now inside her head. Her Ew. eyes roll back, she slumps over dead, and then and from her eyes- from her ears, eyes, and mouth emerge hundreds of tiny spiders. Kripke, that's <laughs> so gross. I'm glad there
1: is at her spike. Her reaction. That's, so, that's taking hobo spiders to a whole new level. Okay, and I thought the episode we had was gross. Yeah. That would have been worse. <laughs>
0: Ugh. Get ready for an episode that will literally get under your skin, an episode about all the creepy, crawly, and classic urban legends regarding insects. That definitely changed. The spiders that lay eggs in your hair and beneath your skin, earwigs slithering into ears, a man covered in millions of mosquitoes. Why am I reading this? (laughs) And we haven't even touched on the cockroach sequence. (laughs) Creepy. All of these horrors are on the menu when Sam and Dean investigate the strange happenings in a rural Newport, Kentucky, a town plagued with mysterious insect. Did some page insect attacks? A real estate development company that
1: Could kind of the same.
0: Yeah, is tearing down acres of woodland to construct a resort on the outskirts of town, and at first it seems to be a case of nature gone wild, all of the birds. But when Sam and Dean Uh, find a homemade charm made of human bone near the site of one insect attack. They realize they are dealing with something more sinister. Someone is practicing black magic, think angel heart, and using insects as their instrument of murder. Ultimately, Sam and Dean must unravel the mystery, who is doing this and why? Hmm. Meanwhile, they interact with several of the town's residents, simple blue collar types, people who remind Sam of his past, his family, and everything he tried to put behind him when he went to college. Sam begins to make peace with his past, who he is, and where he comes from, but not before Sam and Dean save a local family from the gathering swarm of insects. So that changed a lot, actually. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like it changed a lot. Because <laughs> so it sounds like it was originally supposed to be a witch. Yeah. But I don't think. What's our first witch episode?
1: I'm curious. I'm pretty sure it's the one I watched recently. The one in season three? Yeah. Which was also one of the grossest episodes I've seen. <laughs> um.
0: Do 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 do. Yeah, so we get the Striga in mm-hmm. season one, which I guess is a kind of witch. And then the, the yeah, we don't see a witch again until Malleus Maleficarum, is that I think how you say that? Which is the one in season three that you watched Recently, which is a gross episode. It's another nasty one. Yeah. That's I'm honestly kinda surprised that we don't see witches until season three. That's <laughs> a long yeah. that's a long time to wait for such a you know classic. Yeah. Um But yeah, that changed a lot. We have the real estate development company, like that's mm-hmm. still a thing. And like and the bugs, and the bugs, <laughs> and that seems to, and that it's kind of a Sam centric episode. Mm. Those three things stayed the same, but it feels it seems like a, almost everything else changed. The focus uh, about Sam
1: has changed, though. Yes, based on that.
0: Yes, it's much. It's much less focused on Sam's past in general, and more focused on Sam's specific relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah our recap is the same as it has been I feel like the recaps don't really start getting too different I until, skip the recap um, season 2 or at least like late season 1 so um, but they're they're always the same basically yeah. and, like the dramatic like, years words across the them. screen <laughs> yeah their mother was murdered and stuff like that so it's the same thing over and over
1: again if I, if it was, it was the the same saving, saving people, people, hunting things, yeah. family
0: business. It's on like ninety percent of my T-shirts. <laughs> you think you'd recognize it by now? <laughs> <I> remember it? <laughs> I knew it. You <laughs> <just, did. laughs> <we> got tongue tied. <laughs> I just teasing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was
1: gonna say finding people, hunting things. So <laughs> what I'm are like, we? Wait.
0: Hufflepuffs. <laughs>
1: I am. Yes, yes, you
0: are. My Hufflepuff.
1: Shout out to the Hufflepuffs! Yay! Hufflepuffs. Hufflepuffs. That makes Uh them sound like drug addicts. Who says we aren't? (laughs) 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 We got all the goods.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um. So instead of Newport, Kentucky, we are in Oasis Plains, Oklahoma, which is a made-up town. Um
1: it's basically a very new developing. Yeah, yeah. Like a, there's only a couple people living there so far. Type of.
0: As in a couple people being like one family and their a real estate the, agent. <laughs> a real estate agent whose family and the their head of sales. Yeah. Hmm. Um but we're on a construction site where two gas company workers are like marking out gas. That's for gas lines or I don't really know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. That's too technical for me. Um.
1: <laughs> I'm just surprised. For they had built a lot of houses by now. I'm surprised there's not more people that have moved in by now.
0: I guess not. Yeah,
1: that is kind of. Usually, when you see like new developments, there's people start moving in pretty quick. Yeah. There's because more it than feels two kind of there. middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um,
0: but so our two our two gas company workers are Travis and Dustin. And Dustin is the one who falls into a sinkhole, and dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Poor Dustin. <laughs> Travis is the one. Uh, what does he say about the houses? What does he call the oh, houses? Says,
1: Those are some fat houses. With the ph. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I haven't heard that one <laughs> in is a so long time.
0: time.
1: <laughs> I didn't We're look up what fat means. Spikes by the way. Oh, you did, huh? Because I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? It's an informal term for expressing general approval for something. What? Or it can be used in expressing admiration and various qualities, including being fashionable, intelligent, cool, or sexy.
0: Or sexy houses. The objective
1: fat, <laughs> a deliberate misspelling of fat, F-A-T, intended to re- invert its meaning.
0: Oh, Okay. I did not know that. I feel like I've never used that word in my life.
1: Nope. I was too young to ever use that word in a normal sentence. Definitely. In
0: 2005,
1: I was 8, so. I was, like, 12. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never heard anyone my age calling anything fat. I mean, F-A-T, but not (laughs) P-H-A-T.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's kind of one of those slang terms that certain... Because, like, there are some terms that, like, certain demographics use more than others, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It, it, and we live in uh, suburban Utah. White capital of the world. <laughs> Honest to God. <gosh. laughs> we yeah. have, like, a 1% population of black people in Utah. Yeah. Like, th- That's that's the one statistic I know. We like have no black people here. (laughs) We do. I do think we have a lot of um, like Pacific Islander, like a lot of Hispanic, lots of Hispanic too. But yeah, we do get a lot of Samoan. Yeah, we do. um, Families here, so yeah, Polynesian. uh, Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. I would say, but it is still a very kind of like Native American too. Yes. 'Cause it's Utah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's uh sitting next to the sitting next to her girlfriend. To the part native American. Her mother is <laughs> very Native
1: American
0: <laughs> 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 was a member of a tribe. <laughs> me being that that's me, by the way. I'm I'm a member of a tribe. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, that's not a word that I've ever used or ever actually heard used outside of this episode and outside of, um, I think, like, certain genres of music, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not what I've heard in everyday conversation. (laughs) It's a weird
1: word. It's a really weird word choice. I don't know why we're so stuck on it, probably because it's so weird. Uh, I feel like the only other time I had heard it used in, like, media, I I swear it's on one of those... Uh, live action Scooby Doo remakes that were made in two thousand in the early two thousands. I've only seen one and I don't even remember what the plot of it was. <laughs> I swear I can imagine Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred saying that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Okay. Well yeah, we get our cold open. We're Dustin the Gas Company guy. Uh he like it's a really weird effect, because you like hear a rumbling noise and like the screen shakes Like, the camera shakes, and so you think that, like, he's feeling the vibrations. But then when it cuts back to Travis, it's, like, it's silent, and he's not hearing or feeling anything. So I don't really know what was, like, getting Dustin's attention, but he falls in
1: a- I am calling it a sinkhole, for lack of a better term. I think they do call it that.
0: Do they call it that in the
1: episode? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just a hole that appeared in the ground, so. Yeah. That's a sinkhole. I call it a sinkhole. So...
0: But yeah, he gets, he gets attacked and killed by beetles, which is, yeah. I don't know what kind of beetles these are supposed to be, and I don't think they ever say, um, I wonder if the wiki says, I don't think it does, um, yeah, I don't think it, it says what beetles, they are. Just Beetles. <laughs> Yeah, they just call them some beetles. It's never never specified what kind of beetle they're supposed to be. They're gross though. Um, but we go from there to a bar, um, and we get this really cool shot. Did you notice this shot? You, it, the upside down like reflection of Sam. In there's like a there's like a big puddle of water in the parking lot, and the camera starts on the puddle, and so you have the upside down reflection of sam in, on the impala in front of the bar
1: Mm-mm. and then it like that.
0: it like pans up and then a, a motorcycle drive acro- drives mm. across the stream that like disrupts the puddle but by mm. that point sam like sitting on the hood of the impala with this newspaper like a nerd <laughs> is in focus it's such it's a really cool shot actually i really really love it but sam is such a nerd <laughs> <laughs> he's literally Tina's in the bar a hustling pool, and Sam is sitting on the hood of their car with a fucking newspaper. <laughs> like, I love
1: The difference of their two personalities.
0: <laughs> so different. So different. Um. Dean is such a cutie when he comes out of the bar, too. <laughs> Sam, like, gives him some crap for hustling pool and credit card scams, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And he's like,
0: why don't we, like, we could get a day job every once in a while, and Dean's like, Dean's like, you know, uh, <laughs> That's he's more like work weighing, and less fun. Yeah, he's, like, weighing the options, and he's, like, uh, you know, actual work or quick and
1: fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, he's, he's such a cutie. Also, Sam, where would you work? You guys are moving around cross-country I mean, every two they seconds. they could
0: probably, like, if they stayed put for a while. Like, I've read in Fix before of them, like, getting uh, jobs, like, like, temporary job, like, painting a house, or, you know? People just need like a day work kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's much less common
1: these days, or harder to find. Remote work wasn't really a thing back then as much either. I don't no. feel like. Um, like well, now. Make that note. Right like now, <laughs> they could easily get a. Oh yeah, Sam could totally get a remote job. Yeah,
0: oh for sure. Um But yeah, I'd imagine they just like check out the, the. You know, personal ads in the newspaper, and someone be like, "Hey, I need a, someone to come and help me do this or whatever," you know, and um, a strapping young lad to <laughs> help me build a barn. I don't know, <laughs> the kind of places the boys drive around that might not be uncommon, um, but yeah, and you get paid for a day's work and, so, you know, because I think that's what mean that's what Sam means when he says like getting like day jobs, hmm. kind of, you know. But it's probably much easier to not have any sort of connections to towns, even if it is just I worked for this dude for a day and painted his house. Yeah. (laughs) Or something. But, um, so now we know how the boys get their money. Credit card scams and hustling pool. (laughs) But Sam has found a case the the gas company guy from the cold open who I didn't actually realize was the gas company like worked for a gas company until the end of the episode <coughs> when Dean was <coughs> bless you <laughs> excuse me <laughs> I didn't My realize big spike. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that these guys were gas company yeah I mean until the end of I the episode they were just construction workers yeah because well, when Dean calls Larry at the end of the episode trying saying there's like a gas leak in the neighborhood oh, yeah, he yeah. tries to pretend he's Travis, Travis from yeah. the gas company. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that's when I went, oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sam has found the, the death of the the gas company guy, Dustin, from the cold open. Um, apparently he, he died of human mad cow disease. I don't know how they came up with that. Because <laughs> um, I think it's because of... Just from context in the episode, I guess, human-mad cow disease makes your brain disintegrate. It doesn't really feel. But it does it over... Sam says it takes months, sometimes years, and this guy's brain disintegrated in, like, an hour. Like, real quick. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Uh, we do get this cute little... Um, Sam says wasn't... Or Dean says, wasn't that on Oprah? And Sam's like, you watch Oprah?
1: I, just, I wrote that down, too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Throw their faces. Both their like, faces. Dean's like, Dean's like, Sam's like, I don't know, I that I wasn't expecting that, and Dean's like, I don't know how to answer that question.
1: <laughs> Sam <laughs> uh, looks so shocked, and Dean's like, uh, I didn't say that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm honestly, I'm
1: not surprised.
0: Like, with the amount of time these guys spend in hotel rooms, and Dean's Dean's are, like, he reads, mm-hmm. but there's he also he's much more of a TV guy. I think not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm the kind of person who would much (laughs) I love books, but I also am much more likely to just turn on a TV show. Yeah, You know? So I wouldn't be surprised if just like you know, flipping through channels on motel TVs and stuff, he's ended up on Oprah more than once, especially since he started hunting without John. You know? So he's like in his own. You know? It's each their own. If Dean likes Oprah, Dean likes Oprah. <laughs> it would
1: be entertaining. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So the boys decide to take this case, uh, and we dri- they drive to Oasis Plains, which I kept wanting to call Oasis Springs, <laughs> which I think- what? Oasis Springs? No. It's Oasis Plains, but Oasis Springs is a world in The Sims. Oh,
1: that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. I got confused. <laughs> Wait, what What uh, state is it in? Oklahoma. Hmm. Okay. It's not a real place. I was just thinking, aren't sinkholes more common in, like, swampy areas?
0: Yeah, like but Florida. I think they can happen anywhere. <laughs> sinkholes are possible anywhere you go where there's water and ground. Hmm. And if there's one sinkhole, there are bound to be others. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I, I guess they're more common there's in more places water there. like Florida where there is more water. Yeah. But yeah, I think they can happen basically anywhere <laughs> that there's you know underground water and stuff. Um, but the we the boys go to Oasis Plains. I almost called it Oasis Springs again. <laughs> this is not the fucking Sims. Uh, and they meet Travis and they claim to be um, Dustin's and nieces. This is such Nephew's. a cute
1: little. Or, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're at Dusty's knees. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. you just continued on. I'm like, wait a second, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> realize. <laughs> 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 okay, so
0: they're... They tell Travis that they're Dustin's, uh, nephews. nephews. <laughs> that's the right word. This is actually kind of a sweet scene, because... It was. He was so touched. Yeah! Because <laughs> Travis is like, you know, he never mentioned you, and they're like, oh, that's Uncle Dusty. he talked about you a lot. And Travis He's is like, oh, really? <laughs> it's
1: so cute! You can tell was... that he was friends with Dusty. They were good friends, you know? Dustin, I think, is the full
0: name. Uh... But yeah, so they ask him, like, if Dustin had shown any symptoms, if, like, any- if he'd been acting strange, and he says that Dustin was fine right up until he fell into a hole and, you know, died. (laughs) And then he tells them where the hole is. And the boys go to the location and find the hole. (laughs) And then... I- I could not remember how they decided Sam went, went in there. I totally forgot it was a coin, but Sam just decides he's gonna go anyways. I don't know why.
1: I don't understand why, but. Well, maybe it's a. S- Dean made a big deal like Sam was too scared to go down yeah, in a hole. Yeah, I guess. And then he said, let's flip a coin. And then and Sam Sam's is trying like, to prove a this. point, so he's like, I'll just do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, they point out in the trivia on one of the wikis that in the next scene, Sam is no- showing no signs that he went down in a hole. <laughs> Like, he's totally yeah. clean. <laughs>
1: but, um... Looks like um, a pretty deep hole, too.
0: Yeah. Sam, apparently he's found ten beetles
1: <laughs> in this hole. <laughs> Wait, how do you... Hey, it's super dark down there. Well,
0: he took a flashlight...
1: How do you dig through the dirt and count ten beetles? (laughs) I don't know. He found ten
0: beetles in this hole. Dean's like, it's a fucking hole in the ground. But he says he found no evidence of any other kind of animal, and he does does say that some beetles eat meat. Dean obviously thinks this is a stretch. (laughs) I would, too. (laughs) Uh, They need more information, and Dean spots a sign for an open house with food. Free BBQ. food. Barbecue. <laughs> Barbecue, yes. Which sounds really yummy. Uh, and decides they should go uh, talk to the locals. Um, we get a little conversation, the boys walk in the, the open house, where Dean talks about, like, how he'd go insane if he had to live in, like, suburbia. Which mm-hmm. is really dramatic, Dean. Like, super dramatic. You realize you lived in suburbia for the first four years of your life, <laughs> yeah. and you were fine. You know? <laughs> It's just that you're traumatized now and don't know what normal is anymore.
1: He's so unused to this type of life. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He says he'd
0: prefer their family over normal any day. So, which I mean, I guess, you know, Dean's very, he's very family-oriented. Um, so that makes sense, but... (laughs) The boys go to the open house and introduce themselves to Larry, the developer, um... I love this little spiel. It's like, we accept anyone of any, uh, yeah. race, religion, or sexual, orientation. or sexual orientation, and they're like, we're brothers.
1: Wait, how many times now have people assumed that they're gay because <laughs> they're a gay couple? I think
0: twice so far.
1: <laughs> and it's about to happen again, too.
0: It happens twice in this episode. <laughs> how many times are Sam and Dean mistaken for a couple?
1: we're only eight episodes in and I feel like it's already happened before
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay it happens twice in Bugs uh, and once in Something Wicked which is episode 18 so Hmm. I don't think it's happened yet but it has happened in episodes that you've seen yeah because it happens um, it happens in in season 2 as well
1: yeah um I love how the second time. How oh, they don't even bother to Dean doesn't even bother. Him. Yeah, He's like Yeah. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> He's just like... Doesn't he like swat <laughs> Sam he, on yeah, the
0: butt? <laughs> <he hit laughs> like... Sam's butt. It's
1: great. And Sam's like I don't <laughs> know how to react. <laughs>
0: Sam's dumb smile
1: He's just like eh. <laughs>
0: the face that he makes <laughs> It's <laughs> such a cute face. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so they meet Larry's um wife, Joni. Uh, and then they meet Linda, who is the head of sales. Um, this actress will actually make a reappearance in season 11. Oh, really? Not the character, but the actress will. The I don't remember that dies. her name. I didn't and write it, it down. I <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, and she also mistakes them for a same-sex couple, which is when Dean just decides to roll with it. <laughs> um, Dean gets a walkthrough of the developer's house, because they're actually, the open houses at his house. Mm-hmm. Um. And learns that his son, Matthew, likes bugs.
1: <laughs> Which, convenient.
0: Yes. Uh, meanwhile, outside, Sam is getting the rundown on the bathroom options from Linda. <laughs> when a tarantula <laughs> crawls across the table. <laughs>
1: Okay, I love this whole scene because Sam's just watching this tarantula sneak its way up to her arm. You can watch this this kid snickering behind her back, Mm -hmm. obviously, and she's completely oblivious to it and remains oblivious (laughs) to it. And Sam's just like, excuse me, and brushes her away. <laughs> he literally like pushes her away. And without giving and she any
0: explanation. Like, she just walks away. She's
1: just like, okay. She like trails off and goes, <laughs> like she... Okay, and then walks away. <laughs>
0: she just she doesn't turn around and be like, what the heck? or anything. She just walks away. That would be my reaction too. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: But uh I'm, I'm yeah. Like, why didn't you just say, uh, ma'am, there's a spider behind you? <laughs>
0: Or something? I don't know. I just- I find it very funny that she doesn't even, like, she's just like, okay, and leaves.
1: Like, <laughs> she doesn't even look to see what, what he was looking at. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. And then Sam picks
0: up the fucking spider! Which is very brave, Jared.
1: No, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Nope!
0: No, you could not pay me enough! No. <laughs> and he takes it back to Matthew, so we officially meet Matthew, Larry's son. Yeah. Uh, this actor also makes a reappearance in season eight. Okay. I thought this actor looked really familiar. Tyler Johnston?
1: That's his name. What is, me... he, what is he in? I feel like I've seen an older version of him in something.
0: Um, let me pull up his IMDb for ya. I don't know. Do you recognize anything? Not so on far. On this list. <laughs> I don't know, maybe you... Or mistaking him for someone else.
1: Maybe. He just really looked familiar, but... Yeah. I don't know.
0: But yeah, he does show up later in season, uh, eight.
1: Hmm.
0: Actually, I think he's in, like, three or four episodes in season eight. Um. But. Yeah, this is where we get it kind of established that, um, cause Sam's like, oh, Larry, you know, Larry didn't mention you, and Matt's like, yeah, no, I don't get included in the family introductions. (laughs) Which is, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) That's your kid. Uh, okay. Um, apparently Matt and Larry don't get along very well. Sam tells Matt that it will get better, but, uh, can't, like, tell him when before Larry interrupts them and takes Matt away to lecture him. Um, and this is where we get the first bit of, like, the first conversation between the boys about, um, the difference in the way John treated them when they were kids. Because mm-hmm. Dean says that Larry reminds him of John, whereas Dean is like, well, you know, Dad never treated us like that. And Sam's response is, "Sam, you know, Dad never treated you like that because you were perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, uh... I feel like Dean really brushes Sam off here.
1: Mm -hmm. He's
0: like, you know, well, you were out of line. And this is definitely, like I was saying earlier, Dean really hero-worships John in these early seasons. Like,
1: John can, you know... His perception changes later on.
0: Definitely. And part of it's because he, you know, starts to see his father as someone, as, you know, a, a human who makes mistakes and less of a, you know, idol. Yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, uh, I have here in my, I've wrote a little paragraph in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but Sam talks about how, like, you know, John didn't want him to go to soccer because he needed to learn bow hunting and stuff like that, and I think we do know that, like, Sam and John fought a lot growing up, and I, they do have very similar personalities, so that, like, they are bound to clash, but I think a lot of their conflict- really stemmed from Sam wanting to be normal Mm. is that, you know, he was always the new kid, his family's not normal, he always felt like a freak, and John was so set on hunting and finding the thing that killed Mary that he wasn't able to give Sam what he needed. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some fans speculate that John was physically abusive and I don't think he, if he was it wasn't, like, a regular thing. Um, there, like, there's one moment that like one line in season five that kind of hints that at one point John blew up at Dean and did maybe hit him, but it's one, that's like one specific instance. Hmm. But I don't think John had a healthy relationship with his boys, Uh, especially Sam, and he didn't meet their needs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have learned in the last year that a parent only needs to meet 30% 30% of a child's emotional needs for them to grow up with a, with a healthy, like, attachment style and stuff. and the health, ball, huh? You know, 30%. Yeah, the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd be surprised <laughs> how many
1: parents don't meet that.
0: Yep, yep. The bar is on the goddamn floor. <laughs> and I feel like um, John kind of neglected his son's emotional needs in favor of uh, revenge. You know? he may not have that might have been not i don't think that was ever his intention but it is a result of the way they grew up um but De- dean doesn't like to think of his dad as a
1: you know as an imperfect human he's no, not at this not point in time. you know it's the difference between sam and dean and their childhood you know yeah yeah it's and like sam feels like the freak when it comes to like the odd one out in the family, you know? Yeah. Where Dean feels like the freak in society, the odd one out in society, because they Mm -hmm. both had different wants, I guess. Yeah, because they're two very different people. Things that they pursued, yeah. Dean's Mm -hmm. been stuck with the family, you know, family guy. Yeah. Sam wanted the independence and to break away from that, so.
0: Yeah, well, and... Sam feels like he... He gets into this a little bit later. He feels like he could never please his father. Mm -hmm. Where, like, Dean didn't even have to try, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's what... That's how it feels to Sam. Obviously, Dean probably tried really hard, and that's part of why he was such a good little soldier for John. (laughs) But, um... Like, he feels like, you know, Dean was always the perfect kid. Dean could do the things that John needed him to do, whereas Sam... John always was on his case about something. He could never do he he, you know, he never got it right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. which is, well, sounds extremely stressful, uh, environment for a child to grow up in. It explains a lot of why Sam is, you know, mm-hmm. has so many mixed feelings about his dad even as an adult. Uh, but Dean is not really listening to any of this. No. Uh, he remembers their childhood very differently. Um, and Sam decides to drop the subject for the moment. Um, and Dean tells him that he learned that Dustin isn't the first strange death, or, like, the first strange bug-related death. apparently a year, about a year before this, a surveyor dropped dead from a bee allergy? Like, a really bad allergic reaction
1: to some bee stings? Which sounds I mean, like a that's... really shitty way to go. I mean, that's something that can happen. Yeah, definitely. It's not like out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah. Um. We get Sam driving. <laughs> Sam drives twice in this episode. I about that too. I'm like... <laughs> she put it in her notes. <laughs> or Sam drives a freaking car. <laughs> um, doesn't
1: happen often.
0: Yeah, Dean is flipping through John's journal, and they're speculating about what could cause bugs to attack people. Um, they do go through a few different... Let me find the wiki transcript, because I can't remember exactly what... Here it is, okay. So, they, they do, like, Sam poses the idea that maybe, um, well, like, I guess Dean poses it and Sam runs with it, that, like, maybe the, the bugs are being controlled by someone. Um, you know, Sam says there are cases of psychic connections between people and animals, elementals, telepaths and they speculate that maybe it could have something to do with Matt who I will confess I called Max for like the first four pages of my notes and then had to go back and fix that once I realized that wasn't his name because I don't know I think I had him kind of mixed up in my head with the kid from Nightmare, which we'll get to Hmm. Uh, That's, I don't remember what episode number that is. 17? I'm not sure. Is those the ones with the (sighs) Strigas? No, that's something wicked. Um, Nightmare is the one, the first one where Sam has a vision. Oh, okay. I I don't, no, it's not the first one, but it is one of of his first, like, vision episodes. Um, So yeah, the boys think... Speculate that maybe Max is controlling the bugs, and then Dean has Sam pull into the garage of one of the empty houses, <laughs> so they can squat in this empty house that apparently has electricity and running water.
1: Apparently, because so Dean takes like a really ready. long shower. These are moving ready <laughs> houses. That's yeah, why I'm so surprised no one's moved in yet.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, and then we go to Linda, the realtor's house, and she we like get her watching the news and then a spider crawls out of her hair
1: and, and she's so she's very about calm it. about it yeah <laughs> like, like I I wrote, don't... she was a lot less terrified of that giant spider on her head than I, I would be I feel like th- emphasis legit... on giant spider
0: okay. <laughs> I hate spiders and I actually like went back and rewatched that moment cuz I was like does the spider disappear but mm-hmm. not like it's she's still just, there like... but yeah she like Maybe she just didn't see it and just thought it was her hair, but it's still, like, entirely too calm. Way too calm. About a spider. It's, <laughs> it's illa. Also, it's really gross. Um, <laughs> and then she gets in the shower, because of course she does. Um, and here is where we get the iconic spider in the shower scene, which is some interesting CGI. Yes, um,
1: <laughs> <It's- laughs> about her not being terrified of the giant spider, but I said, but CGI spiders do the trick. That scares her. Well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> she definitely saw those. Uh, and then she jumps through the glass door, which, like, same. Yeah, I wrote, that is not an overreaction, in my nope. opinion, because <laughs> no. I would do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> the no, door like, is too slow. <laughs>
0: if I was in the shower and there were spiders crawling out of the shower head, I would indeed go through the glass. Yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she dies. Death by spider.
1: Uh, well, they kind of make it seem like she. Like, bef- well, they kind of weigh before they go back, like, they make it seem like maybe she just, like, bled out.
0: Well, but Sam says later that. Err, I think it might have been Dean. Says later when they're telling. Talking to Matt that she died from spider bites.
1: Yeah, well, I know she died from spider bites so just at the time when it cuts the, away. Yeah, they, it, it does like kind of look
0: like maybe she got cut really bad on the glass, and that's how she died. Yeah. I, it, I bet you it didn't help. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get to the morning, and the boys- Dean is enjoying that steam shower.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, same.
0: <laughs> when they get- uh, I would not do. <laughs> yeah, Sam comes banging on the door because he's been there for an eternity, and a call came over on the police scanner about someone being- Found dead three blocks away.
1: I mean, they're on the road all the time in dinky He's, hotels, like Dean. I'm sure they're likes enjoying their luxuries. spa moments. Dean <laughs> loves
0: his creature comforts. Sam's pretty practical, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: Sam's more likely to enjoy uh, like clean food or something like that. Like in there's a episode in or a bit in season eight when, or I think it might be season seven, seven or eight. I don't remember. Where they go to a farmer's market. Because that's how Sam rolls, you know? Like, Sam's much more like, and he likes a good workout, and he likes a morning run and a good view, whereas Dean is like, Dean's a, a good shower and, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, crazy burger and a yeah. long road kind of guy, you know? Yeah. I like their creature comforts, but they like different kinds. Uh, Dean is enjoying this shower. It's, he's got the freaking like twisty towel thing on his head, which I find hilarious because he has he no has hair. The shortest hair <laughs> of the two of them. Always, I think the longest Dean's hair gets is like in season ten, maybe, and it's still real. Sh- compared to Sam's, it's short. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, the boys drive over and find uh, Linda's house with people like, police men and ambulance and stuff. hmm Um, and Larry says that, you know, Linda died, which is very sad. And the boys say that- the boys decide that they have to find a way to the house. And once again, this is the second time in two episodes that they've snuck into a crime scene, an active crime scene, with police still on scene.
1: But there's no and, one around the crime scene? Yeah, there's no one
0: in the crime scene. And they've snuck- Right into the crime scene, like they've managed to find the window that leads directly into the crime scene.
1: Very convenient.
0: They did it in. They did it in Laurie's bedroom.
1: Yeah. In Hookman. Yeah.
0: They go. They ended up. Because there's the they
1: just a peck closet a with a window in it. They just for a some reason <laughs> and end up in her closet, and, and there's the crime scene. There's, and this his one, closet has a window
0: in this it. This one. They literally. They literally climb through a window and like are right on top of the taped off spot where the body was. <laughs> like
1: what it, boys where did all the police go? <laughs> also that. <laughs> it's so be, funny. It would be like detectives and Yeah, yeah. Roped off stuff. Oh my
0: god. It's it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I, oh my god. But yeah, Dean finds dead spiders in the towel. <laughs>
1: Which I wrote there they were like the fakest looking. <laughs> plastic spiders I've ever seen. They didn't look very real. Uh, they <laughs> they bite, were still creepy. They look like those dollar like dollar store. I think store. they were a little high, higher quality than that, but they were still so <laughs> thick. They like the dollar store stuff you buy in a bag for Halloween. <laughs> <I'm> like, really?
0: <laughs> I don't like spiders. Um, Dean thinks it, he, he, Dean's like, you know, pretty sure it's mad at this point. Sam seems a little reluctant. I think part of it is because Sam, like, kind of identifies with Matt, and so he's a real little- and he doesn't want to, like, jump to any conclusions.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But then the boys- I don't know where they're driving to, but they watch Matt get off his bus and head into the woods, apparently the opposite direction from his house, and follow him like a bunch of creepers. Because I love the Winchesters, (laughs) I really do, but good fucking lord. They're creepy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they're stalkers.
0: They're so fucking hell. Uh, they find him catching a stick bug, which is fun. <laughs> stick bugs are nice. Those bugs. Those, like stick bugs are cool. They're kind of, they're so funky. Um It's and crazy
1: and, how they uh, camouflage like that. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Dean kinda like confronts Matt a little bit, says that Linda died from spider bites. And then Sam mentions the uh, tarantula that Matt had at the open house. And Matt's like, you know, I wouldn't- I would never, you know, kill somebody. That was just a joke. Yeah. You know? But he knows about the bee attack, and he knows there was something weird about the gas guy- the gas- gas guy. The <laughs> gas company guy's death. <laughs> um, and he knows something is happening with the insects. Um, and he tells the boys to follow him. And so, while they're walking, uh, Sam, we get another little, like, conversation with Sam and Matt, talking about, you know, Matt's dad. Um. Where Dean gets a little more insight into how Sam feels. Mm-hmm. But Dean is kind of on the defensive here. Um. And he is for, basically every time this subject comes up.
1: Um. least for this season.
0: <laughs> yeah. Matt uh, or Sam asks Matt why, he, like, he hasn't told his dad about the bug stuff. And, maybe he could clear everyone out of the town and matt says that larry he makes a point every single time he calls his dad larry He makes a point he's like larry you know (laughs) (laughs) he says larry doesn't listen to him is too disappointed in his freak son which sam is like oh yeah no i get that (laughs) the look dean is like you do (laughs) like dean My my dear. Where have you been? (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) you grew up with the kid. You really? Uh, But Sam doesn't like expand on this, and he tells Matt that in two years, when he's eighteen, he can go to college and get out of the house and away from his dad, which Dean really doesn't like. Um, And this, we kind of see in this episode how Dean feels about when Sam left, which is that Sam was abandoning the family. He Mm -hmm. doesn't see it the way Sam does, which was him, you know, striking out on his own and trying to be normal for once in his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because to Dean, family is more important than normal. And their family is decidedly not normal. (laughs) Yeah. So you can really see that Dean is. Dean's harboring a lot of. Even though he, you know, has buried all those feelings and has kind of let a lot of it go, he still harbors a lot of. Hurt from when Sam left to go to Stanford, which y'all need therapy. (laughs) Yeah, they do
1: (laughs) major therapy.
0: Um, but Dean, yeah, Dean says Matt should stick with his family, which let me get a great Sam Winchester bitch face here. I love it, love it. They're classic. They're iconic.
1: It's a running joke in fan fiction. Really?
0: People will be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, people will be like, you know, Dean says something and it gets him a uh, bitch face number 8,324 or yeah. something like that. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> he's got different ones for different situations and different <laughs> dumb shit Dean says. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, there's a lot that gets left unsaid here. There's so much. It's so... Mm. It's like hangs in the air. It's so palpable. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. But yeah. Matt shows them a clearing full of bugs. They don't really see any of the bugs. We just kind of hear them. Um, You see some wormies. Yes. Apparently he's been tracking insect populations for his AP science class. Because he's also a nerd. And the bugs are congregating in this area, but he doesn't know why. Um... And then they find a, there's like a mound, um, which is so obvious. Uh, and Dean, it's like covered in worms. Yeah. And he just
1: sticks his Dean hand in there. Dean
0: sticks his hand in it! <laughs> uh, and he pulls out a human skull.
1: <laughs> yup.
0: Which is ick. <laughs> he like pokes around with a stick for a little while and just sticks his whole hand in there and like
1: dig. it's, there's It was, there's many gross Seen in this episode. <laughs> you all right there, Bib? I have popcorn kernel stuck in my. When <laughs> did you have popcorn? It today. Oh. Well, that would explain it then.
0: Uh huh. I didn't realize it was back there until just now. <laughs> it was like stuck in my gums. Um. But yeah, the boys take the bones to a university. Sam drives again. <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is where we get kind of the, like, what the boys have been building to since the open house, where Sam kind of lays everything out on the table, you know, talks mm-hmm. about how he knows what Matt's going through. Uh, Dean thinks that better advice for Matt would be to respect his dad, um, but, which... Sam's like, yeah, because you don't think I respected John, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he respected John, but he never. He basically he says that he never felt like John respected him in turn He always felt like John was and is disappointed in him. Yeah, you know, he always has been because he didn't know he didn't want to bow hunt or hustle pool or be normal. Uh, you know, he wanted to go to college and get good grades and live a you know, uh, regular person life. And he, you know, he felt like he'd always been second best in comparison to Dean. And his, you know, his desire to go to school made him the freak of the family. Um, Dean tries to make a joke here, because I think it's getting a little intense for him. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam is on a roll. <laughs> Doesn't let him. Uh, uh, he needs to say this, I think, and he, I think he really needs Dean to hear him, but Dean isn't fully listening. Yeah, which makes me so frustrated because Sam is laying out how he's felt his entire life and Dean is like brushing it off and it makes me so frustrated Um, but Sam one of my favorite Sam lines from this episode is that you know what most dads are when their kids score a full ride proud most dads don't toss their kids out of the house (laughs) which is I think he mentions it in season 1 yeah. Or, it's season one, episode one. Episode one, one. yeah. Um, the, when he, the night that he left, John said, if you walk out that door, don't, don't come back. Yeah. You know? Which, those were, we have to keep in mind that those were Sam's parting words from his dad. Yeah. Because if you walk out that door, you don't come back. And, um, Sam says, uh. That if they find John, he doesn't think that John will even want to see him. Which, he has every reason to think, in my opinion. Um, But yet, Dean... uh, Dean says that John was never disappointed with Sam, that he was just scared, because Sam going away meant that John wouldn't be there to keep him safe. And apparently John used to swing by Stanford to, like, check on Sam, even though they weren't talking. Um, Sam wants to know why John didn't tell him any of this, and Dean says it was a two-way street, which I think is extremely dismissive of how Sam feels. It's not a two-way street if one person on that street doesn't think that it's even an option to talk to the other person. John, you know, John explicitly also when you're said, a parent,
1: it's always your responsibility to be the responsible one." Yeah,
0: yeah, when the bigger person. John explicitly said, "If you leave, don't come back." So why, what reason would Sam have to think that calling his dad up would even be an option? Like he, he, that's not even. It's not a choice in mm-hmm. his eyes because his dad said, "Don't come back." Like. You know, he felt like his father completely rejected him. And if John was too stuck in his pride to admit he fucked up, and Sam didn't feel like he would even be welcomed home, how are they gonna fix anything? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. But John's the one who made Sam feel like he wouldn't even be welcomed home. So it's John's responsibility to mend the, you know, the bridge between them. It's not on Sam to, you know, come you know skulking back in oh I messed up oh I'm sorry like no John's the one who fucked up here John's the one who should be apologizing yeah. <laughs> it makes me so mad when Dean ap- like apologizes for John like this especially cause later in the episode Sam's like oh I need to apologize to dad And I'm like, no, you don't. You have nothing to apologize for. He's the dick who tossed you out and didn't say, you know, it was still stuck in his own head to ever apologize to you. Like, it it makes me so frustrated.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Um, But this is where the conversation kind of ends. Sam's like, they leave it on the, it's a two way street. I think Sam's kind of processing things both the knowledge that John hadn't actually abandoned him the way he thought he had and I, in my opinion the knowledge that Dean doesn't really understand what Sam was not is feeling mm. Dean does this a lot and it drives me crazy. I love him but I also want to like shake him because <laughs> he's, not, he's not really listening yeah. you know? He, he has in his head what he thinks the issue is and he's not listening to what the actual issue is yeah, and it's very frustrating but uh this is the end of the conversation for this episode basically <laughs> as the boys go into the department of anthropology to talk to an old man who sends them to talk to another old man <laughs> to yeah. find out what they're supposed to be doing <laughs> I feel like this is a common trope in this throughout this show they do it No, ha- this is the first time they've done it I think so far, but they will definitely do it
1: again. The whole purpose of that scene was just so they could get to the other scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which isn't great writing, but it uh, works. But works. Yeah, apparently
1: these are. Um, they somehow convince the professor that they're in his class. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're, we're either one away students. Go dig up bones, and they're like hey, a professor. On. The
0: micro or the microphone tipped over, and. With the audio. Uh, Alright. I do. If I find it dumb that they're like, yeah, we're in your Anthropology 101 class. And here's you're some like, old oh, bones. Cool. So,
1: identify these, please. <laughs>
0: well, it's not just that, but it's the fact that he doesn't even, like, be like, no, you're not in my. Like, how big is your class, dude? I mean, some
1: college classes are pretty big, to be fair.
0: But, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh,
1: well, I've been in some big science classes in college, and if I went up. <clears throat> to him like outside of class he probably had no clue who i am so i guess i guess
0: i guess i'm just used to my little classes and professors knowing every student's name somehow yeah i don't know how they do it no i don't but, know either yeah they brought him some bones that from to identify it says they're like they're about 170 years old give or take most likely native american because of the like the era they're from yeah but He says that, um, according to the historical record, at least, there weren't any tribes or reservations on that land, uh, but relocation was common at the time. Um, Sam asks about any local legends or oral histories, and the professor points them towards a, I think it's pronounced Yuchi tribe in Sepulpa, which is an actual tribe that does exist, um, so, which is where they go next. Uh... And this is where they meet our second old dude of the episode, (laughs) Joe
1: Whitetree, who I like. I like this guy. I called him Mr. Whitetree because I couldn't remember his first name.
0: His first name's Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also like him because he's like, no, he basically shuts down Dean and me. Cut the crap. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, don't lie to me.
1: (laughs) He's like... The truth is, and he's like, do you know what liars say? The truth is. <laughs>
0: I love it. It's real great. <laughs> Dean's the whole time is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Dean's used to kind of taking charge a little bit. I think. Yeah, and being able to pull. Yeah, yeah, he's got his charisma and his pull good things looks, on people. and yeah, but it doesn't work, and he's a little thrown for the loop, which I I love. I like when people shake Dean up a little bit. <laughs> do things he's not expecting. It makes it interesting. But, uh... Um, Sam asks if Joe has heard about, uh, Oasis Plains, uh, and he says that there's something bad happening they think it might have to do with some old Native American bones they found nearby, and this is where Joe tells him a very sad story, which is unfortunately not a, like, the uncommon story, yeah. uh that 200 years ago a band of his ancestors lived in that valley but the american cavalry came to relocate them um and when they resisted the cavalry got impatient uh and he said he calls it the night that the sun and the moon shared the sky as equals which i think the first time i watched this episode i did not think spring equinox i didn't either (laughs) i thought eclipse
1: but (laughs) yeah
0: because sharing the sky sounds like they're in the sky at the same time you know but i guess it makes sense That they, like, had the same amount of time in the sky kind of thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, the cavalry came and attacked the village and came over and over for six nights and eventually murdered every single person, which is... Fucked up. It makes me so mad (laughs) that those sorts of things even happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then on the last night, the village chief, as he was dying, whispered to the heavens that no white man would ever tarnish this land again. Nature would rise up and protect the valley and would bring as many days of misery and death to the white man as the cavalry had brought upon his people. Six days, and on the night of the sixth day, none would survive. So, um, that is their curse that they're dealing with. Uh, and I did a a, a little search on curses in the wiki, and (laughs) they describe curses, um, A curse or a hex is a type of spell work done to cause misfortune, harm, or death on whoever is placed. There are several renowned, powerful curses known in Supernatural which are investigated by Sam and Dean through the course of the series. This is, um, uh, not the first one, but one of the earliest, and it's also one that doesn't have a way of being broken. Hmm. You just, they
1: just have to get out of the way.
0: (laughs) Some of the curses... I almost closed my notes document. That would have been bad. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the curses, like, have a way of breaking them. Like the rabbit's foot in season three, you know? Mm -hmm. You have to do the the, the counter spell and destroy the rabbit's foot and curse is broken. But but this one doesn't have a way of breaking it. Um, Which makes sense. Considering how old it is yeah and like how it
1: was created to begin with you would think that um sam and dean would have the the big part of the curse on them since they were the ones that disrupted the burial grounds and dug up the boats well i don't
0: think so cuz they're not the ones who broke who built an entire town
1: that's true that's that's the thing but there's always like the things with the curses that you well, don't yeah. disrupt the burial ground. That's when you get the curse brought on you.
0: Yeah, well, and Dean even... I think earlier in the episode, Dean suggests that it could be the, uh... Like, a ghost of some kind, but they're like, well, but, like, when was it disrupted? But I don't think it's... Spe- in this case, it's not specifically the burial grounds that are cursed.
1: It's just It's the, the, the valley. Land. Yeah. It's...
0: Yeah. So, um... But, yeah. As the boys leave they do a little day math, that's what I'm gonna call it when you're trying to figure out what day, day they, math. how many days it's been and stuff and they, Sam figures out that the day the gas company man died was the spring equinox, which in this year I guess was March 20th Um, at the end of the pilot episode, it was like March, it was March 3rd, because Jess died on March 2nd hmm. or I think it was like a night in between um. And now it is March twenty sixth.
1: Wait, really? Yes. It's only been less than a month.
0: <laughs> from November third to March twenty sixth.
1: You said she died on March third.
0: No, no, I mean November. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> okay. He said March. Listen, we went, I'm like it's only been less we than went, a month.
0: <laughs> we went from the very beginning of November because um. The. The pilot episode, after they do the- after it's the 22 years later, it's Halloween night of 2005. Hmm. Yeah. Is when Dean comes and then Jess dies on March 2nd. November 2nd. November 2nd. Sorry! <laughs> See, listen. this is why I'm confused. <laughs> it's midnight, I'm tired! <laughs> Jess dies on November 2nd, which is twenty exactly 22 years to the day from when Mary died. Hmm. That's how we know okay. it was November 2nd. And now it's March 26th. Yeah. In eight episodes. Okay. How much... How much stuff did we miss in between? <laughs> how <laughs> the hell did it get to March? I don't know.
1: It's not I don't that know long. December, January, February, about three End months. End of
0: March? No, because all of November, December, January, February, and almost all of March.
1: Okay. That's five months.
0: Well, it's eight episodes, months. so maybe... I don't know. I always feel like these. There's so much missed time between episodes. I don't know. It Confuses yeah. me. Um, but yeah, it, it was March twenty-sixth. A
1: while to find a case, honestly. I guess, and, and travel.
0: The, <laughs> the sixth night of the curse. Um, this is where Sam asks, "How can we break it?" Dean says, "You don't break it. You just get out of the way." Um, and here we get our final piece of the episode, where the timeline makes no sense.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: It makes absolutely no sense, but we'll get it to that later, I guess,
1: once the sun comes up. I was very confused too. It's <laughs> by the <time> now,
0: <laughs> I guess a little before midnight, and Matt is outside with a flashlight. And For they're... some
1: unknown reason. And they're like trying to call them to get away. Well, way.
0: first we get Matt outside with a flashlight and finds a hole in the ground of the backyard, and then cockroaches crawl out of it. Yeah. And then he just goes back inside.
1: I don't it's know. Like, it's a very What are you going to do? The motivations <laughs> of this
0: scene is very unclear. I don't understand
1: what's <laughs> happening. But okay. I mean um, same. I would get away from the cockroaches too. <laughs> the
0: Winchesters are driving back to Oasis Plains and Dean is on the phone. Try This is when he tries to be Travis and this is when I found figured out that Travis Works for a gas company. Is not a construction worker. Yeah, um, he says there's an extensive leak in the neighborhood. The family needs to leave for at least twelve hours. But the problem is, is that Larry knows Travis personally and doesn't believe Dean. Yeah. Uh, so this is when Dean hangs up and Sam calls Matt, who tells him about the cockroaches. Um, Sam says he has to get his family out of the house because more bugs are coming. Matt is concerned that his dad won't listen to him because, I mean, Larry won't listen to him on a good day. Yeah. Uh, And Sam says to make Larry listen, which is when Dean takes the phone and tells Matt to, instead of, you know, telling Larry the truth, say he has a sharp pain in his right side and needs to go to the hospital. Which is a pretty good way of Get so your parents out of the house. That would have probably worked better than... Oh, it, it definitely would have ...what worked. ended up yeah. happening. Yeah. I mean, Matt probably would have gotten in trouble once they figured out he was lying. <laughs> then he didn't,
1: his appendix hadn't burst, but, you know. Then they would have gone back and seen the destroyed home. Yeah. Of the bugs. Yeah.
0: But I think it kind of, in the end, it worked out better because they, this, the way that it worked out, they took it seriously
1: That's afterwards true. and
0: are like, yeah, no, we're fucking out of here. Yeah, because if they just,
1: I mean, they would have come back. Left, but the bugs might not have attacked at all if they had left either. Yeah, because they yeah, were just they after wished,
0: them. They just would have, they would have out, you know, outlasted the curse. But then the bugs bugs would have been back the next year.
1: Yeah,
0: and there would have been more people. Yeah, by that point. So true. But yeah, the boys arrive at Larry's house at midnight, which we find out from Sam in a few minutes, and the family is still there. Uh, apparently matt told larry the truth <laughs> dean's like what happened to the plan <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just looks at matt He's like, like dude <laughs> we had a plan <laughs> yeah yeah
0: mary or not mary larry refuses to leave and he doesn't believe the boys um and this larry or sam asks larry if he's really going to risk his family like this and like they're trying to persuade Larry to leave when Dean hears bugs coming. This is where the bug zapper starts sure. going crazy.
1: Yeah, I wrote that I liked that effect. It's like, really to show that they were coming, you just look at the the bug catcher and you hear, see all these zaps and yeah, you hear the sound in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: they're going to leave. This is when Larry starts to get kinda of freaked out too and is like, okay, maybe I should just, you know let, you know, put my pride aside and leave. Yeah, But this is when Matt sees a swarm of bugs coming over the trees and realizing they'll never make it out of town. The boys rush everyone inside. Oh, and then he tends his wife to call 911 for some reason.
1: Because that's going to help. I don't help. know
0: what the cops are going to do about a bunch of, uh, swarm of bees, but okay. <laughs> uh, gives her something to do. And they find out that the phone lines have been cut. And then the power goes out. While Dean is like shoving towels against the bottom of the door to try and keep the bugs out.
1: Uh, I love so Dean ends up going and grabbing like wasp spray or something yeah, it's just bug spray and the, the wife is like bug spray
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and he's Dude, like there's like
1: a gazillion bugs. he's like
0: trust me uh, and then he turns into a fucking flamethrower cause he's Dean Winchester uh, and they get everyone all the way up to the attic which is when termites eat through the wood and let bees in <laughs> and this, this scene
1: oh resulted
0: gosh. in one of Jensen's favorite stories to tell at conventions, which is the B story.
1: Oh um, yeah. I haven't heard so- this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find a video of him actually telling the story that I'll link, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, let me, here we go. Here is the B story. I'm opening the wiki page for it. This episode is actually directed by Kim Manners, who is a, like, he was a favorite director. Um, and he was one who was, like, really kind of dear to the boys. But the story they tell... The... So, they brought in real bees for the attic scene. Okay. Yes. They had real bees. Um. Where they, like... I had about 65,000 bees, is what Jensen says, and a whole camera crew, and the crew got full bee outfits, and Kim Manners was just, like, in his shorts. If I remember correctly, he went in there, he was like, you guys don't have bee suits on, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna have bee suits on either, and went in with shorts and a t-shirt, and sat down on a box and directed them in a room with bees, (laughs) because that's the kind of person that Kim Manners was, but um. The way it went down, <laughs> so they brought in these bees, and the guy was like the the like the bee handler was like, no, they'll you know, as long as you stay calm, the bees will stay calm. And they're like, okay, okay. And he's like, they're just they're, you know they're drone bees. They're pretty chill. Were though.
1: they sedated at all with like smoke no, or anything?
0: They had, well, not for the actual filming. No, it's like mm. they're you know they're drone bees. As long as you. Like, he's like, you can't swat them away. You just kind of have to guide them away. And they were like, how are we supposed to guide them away while looking panicked? Uh, and then they were like, okay, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to let all these bees loose in the room. What are we going to do after that? And he was like, oh, we're just going to vacuum them back up again. And they were like, they vacuum like them. that? And he was like, no, it kind of makes them angry. And they were like, okay, and if we do this, like, 10, 15 times? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's going to piss them off. And they're like, okay, and in a room with a flamethrower? Yeah, that's gonna make him angry too. And let's just say no one, no one in that scene walked away without bee sticks. Oh no! Because basically, as soon as they let the bees loose, everyone was just like panicked. <laughs> like, how the fuck are you supposed to just gently guide bees away
1: <laughs> while well, looking afraid of them? The heapers have a very nice uh, zen about them that the rest of us don't possess. With no, around but insects.
0: god! Oh my god! But yeah, what's even better? What's even better? Say they had about 65,000 live bees, right?
1: Oh gosh. They didn't show up on camera. They had... At least they had genuine reactions. (laughs) You can't CGI those reactions. They had to CGI in the bees. Yep. The panic was real. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was very real.
0: (laughs) But yeah, we get... This is the part that makes no sense. Because about five minutes ago, Sam was saying it's midnight.
1: Yes, thank and you. And then... The sun is rising. The sun rising. is rising. Ten minutes later...
0: It, it The timeline makes no sense. Like,
1: that was a fast five hours? It <laughs> or was whatever.
0: In, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, what the fuck?
1: It's like, we'll just have to wait it out. <laughs> you're, you're thinking, like, hours of this shit, right? Yeah. They wouldn't have lasted hours.
0: No, no, they They would barely lasted five minutes. Shock! (laughs) They're not even allergic to bees. Like that many bee stings, it will kill you. But
1: yeah, it was a fucking fast sunrise. (laughs)
0: It was. That's. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely. This is one of the parts of the episode that drives me fucking insane and is bad writing because it logic. It it just doesn't make sense. Uh, but yeah, we get this dramatic fight scene with the bees that is way too fast. <laughs> and the beast had to be fucking cgi edge. Just die over that fact.
1: Just, you got, you got it. There's a quote from Kim Manners in the. He's got Sam with his little. I mean, Dean with his little flamethrower, <laughs> trying to fend them all off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not where it is. Where is the trivia bit? Where there's a quote from Kim Manners about. Yeah, they spring in uh, however many bees, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to see the dailies, but you watch the dailies, and they can't tell there's one bee in that room. They just don't read on camera, or they were too sluggish. And you start laughing, because you put your room in a crew with, a hundred, with hundreds of bees, and you can't even tell if there are any bees on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love. I love that. Uh, but yeah, we cut to later that day, I guess? I don't... It's unclear when this happens, but the yeah. boys come back to Larry's house and find uh, the family packing up to move, and Larry says if they, you know, waited another hour, they would have been gone. And, you know, mm-hmm. he says he's, you know, it's the biggest financial disaster of his career, but he's gonna make sure no one lives in Oasis Plains again, and he kind of implies that he doesn't care that it was such a financial disaster, because he his family... with his son again. His, well, his family's much more important, and he's, you know, realized that he wasn't giving his, you know, son the, the respect that he needed. hmm Because that's one of the things about respect that drives me crazy, is that adults are always like, you have to respect me, but then they don't show you any respect in return.
1: Yeah. It's a two-way street.
0: <laughs> it's a two-way street. I'm not going to respect you if you're not going to earn it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? And then
0: they wonder why kids, you know, push back at them, and are like, why don't you respect me? Because you haven't done anything to deserve that respect. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think... Larry has definitely realized that he hasn't been as good of a father to his son as he could and should be. Mm -hmm. So, which, yay, character development. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Matt is getting rid of his bugs because they kind of creep him out now, which,
1: (laughs) I mean, fair.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, After that traumatic experience. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you
0: know, Sam goes back to Dean and says he wants to find John. Uh, and that when he, they do find him, he wants to apologize for all the things he said, because John was, I quote, just doing the best he could. Um, Dean says they'll find John, Sam will apologize, and within five minutes they'll be at each other's throats, which is, yeah. 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 It's accurate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What do you think about Sam wanting to apologize? We kind of talked about this earlier.
1: I mean, you can always take credit for your own actions, you know? Yeah. Like, he did say some... You imply that he said some things to him, but... Yeah. Dean does
0: say, you know, I remember you saying
1: some short
0: sentences that night, too.
1: Yeah. But, it sounds like, you know, John is the parent, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It should be his responsibility to, like, make things right, you know? Especially since he's the one who said don't come back. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. I do think uh, I understand why Sam feels the need to apologize, because he's realized that he could have let go of his pride and made an effort to mend things between him and John, but I do st- also think his logic for not doing so was sound, because, like I said earlier, John hadn't given him any reason to believe that an apology was even welcome. Yeah. You know? He had to learn that John would be open to it from Dean, because John was unwilling to let go of his own pride in order to mend things, and is the one who told Sam to never come back if he left, and then never made an effort to actively reconnect with his son. Even- like, even though, yeah, John did go check up on Sam and make sure he was still okay, he could have stopped by. He could have been like, hey, Sam, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry for the things I said. Uh, I want to make sure that you're still- you know, that you're safe, and- yeah but he never did. If he, if, I, I wonder if Sam hadn't gone missing or, or sorry, if John hadn't gone missing or if Dean hadn't, like, come to get Sam, would Sam have ever known that John didn't hate him? Would John have ever admitted that he fucked up? Probably not. (laughs) I don't, I, knowing John, I feel like John doesn't admit that he fucked up unless something pushes him to do so. Yeah. You know? Like, we do get some hit, some of him admitting that he put too much pressure on Dean and stuff uh, to be, you know, in a later episode, but, like, not like,
1: he, he's It's like you know, the final straw, like Yeah. <laughs> he has to in, be that's on, his in, his on his deathbed or his son on his <laughs> deathbed. He's literally dying when
0: he <laughs> says those things to Dean. Like, he knows he's gonna die, and so he has, you know. People that are just,
1: like, so stubborn like that oh. drive me nuts.
0: It really drives me crazy. And I mean, Sam is stubborn as fuck, too.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know? But he learned it from his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We got a lot of good Sam stuff up in this episode. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Before mm. we wrap it up? We've only been talking for an hour and a half. What the fuck? I thought I talked a lot. We I do definitely did talk a lot.
1: We didn't cover two episodes this time. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, that's definitely part of it.
1: Good thing we covered this one on its own, actually. I yeah. Because we talked a lot about this one.
0: Yeah, I was genuinely surprised at how much I like how much uh, there was to talk about in this episode, but it's not like I said with like in comparison to like skin, where you spend the entire thing talking about the minutiae of what's actually happening in the episode because there's just so much going on. Yeah. You know like in comparison to skin this is a very simple episode but it means there's a lot of room for the boys to have conversations
1: yeah there's a lot of um character development in this one yeah yeah, you know and a lot of character just, building too versus just monster of the week hunting down mm-hmm. stuff yeah
0: so yeah i would yeah i was genuinely surprised i remember like when i was like reading through stuff about the episodes to try and kind of plan out which ones we'd do together mm-hmm. i definitely discounted this one and was like now nah, we'll definitely pair that up with something but then like when we actually got to it i was like hold on a second <laughs> like i like you know because it's been a while since i'd seen this episode yeah uh, and I, I think i was talking with someone about it on one of the discord servers i'm in and they were like yeah it's like there's a lot of Sam stuff in that episode and I was like oh my god there is yeah <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad I've, we made the decision to cover it on it's own cause yeah there's definitely a lot more than I remembered there being yeah any
1: final thoughts No. Well, yeah. I think so I think we about covered it
0: sweet awesome I think we, we, think we have about a covered it
1: there wasn't right. really any lore stuff to go into as much about no, this one, so.
0: The lore in this one is very, very vague. We kind of touch on curses a little bit. But yeah. Unless you feel like, I don't know, Googling mad cow disease. I did a little bit. <laughs> you did? Did
1: you find anything interesting? No. I didn't go that deep into it. Because it's not that important to the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I looked a little bit into, like, Native American curses, supposed curses. hmm There's a, apparently some places around where... Some land has been cursed, supposedly, you know, mm-hmm. and developments have never been able to like stand, stand there. Really, and, like houses keep burning down and stuff like that. <laughs> That's actually really interesting. So, I didn't know that. If you want an interesting read, Google Native American curses. <laughs>
0: oh. One of my favorite favorite memes that came out of twenty twenty was, to, based on how well America's going, it kind of seems like it might be burst or built on a you know ancient native american burial Burial ground ground, or something
1: oh wait wait (laughs) wait a second (laughs) hold on (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's really
0: interesting i didn't know that there were any like like i guess that's your job huh is to find the potential true life or real life inspirations behind yeah these episodes i had no no idea that that was i'd heard about like you know burial ground curses and stuff like that. And like, you know, you don't disturb the dead because yeah. that's a surefire way to get ghosts. Yes. But I didn't know about, yeah. like, specifically cursed land like they have in this episode.
1: Yeah, there's apparently a few supposed like, stories of that happening in some weird circumstances surrounding that. It makes it feel like it could be true, you know? That's really cool. Huh. I don't know. And then, that whole, like, um, the swarming, you know, of mm-hmm. the insects was very much out of one of the seven plagues of Egypt, you know? Oh, yeah. From yeah. Moses. Well, I think bees, they even reference it a little They bit. do.
0: They do. Um, I think Larry, Larry... references it, it mm-hmm. yeah. When they're trying to persuade him to leave, and he's like a biblical swarm or something yeah. like that. Bees do swarm. I do know that, and it's very it can be very dangerous when they do. But I don't think they swarm to the extent that we see in this episode.
1: Yeah, I think in the Bible it was locusts. Yes. But... yeah.
0: I think I think that is it for today. Uh if you wanna send us DMs, questions, thoughts about slide into, the episode, our, DMs. Slide into our DMs. Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> um you can find the podcast, babe.
1: <laughs> I swear I don't plan it.
0: Talking. <laughs> You're such a pain in the ass.
1: That's <laughs> alright, <I'm sorry>, continue. <laughs>
0: okay. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Talk About Sam Pod, on Instagram at We Need to Talk About Sam podcast, and on Tumblr at We Need to Talk About Sam. Uh I'm Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. Hey the Beeb, where can the in- people find you on the interwebs? You can find
1: me on Twitter.
0: What is that accent? Tweet, tweet.
1: Wait, tweet, Oh, boy. What's I'm your Twitter? Life Flows on 3. Mm-hmm. And Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. Awesome.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Home, which is Ooh. such a good episode. I don't remember I so much about this it. one at all. <laughs> you don't remember much about any of them. <laughs> Especially this one, though. Especially home? Yeah. It's such a good episode. But all right. Bye, guys. Bye. you drop?
1: <laughs>
0: My lip balm. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Without
0: further ado, this is... Babe. Sorry. <laughs> 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 this <Just laughs> <laughs> was so delicious today. <laughs> peep still has her drink i don't Not much left because i drink dr pepper like it's water <laughs> which is a bad
1: thing i drink it like it's better than water because i don't drink water very much. honestly okay so.
0: prince of egypt yeah i love It's a good movie movie. by the way (laughs) it's a freaking fantastic (laughs) movie if you have not seen prince of egypt highly recommend it really good there's the plague sequence in that movie took
1: two years to animate wow i mean it's beautiful animation beautiful music everything's amazing about that movie good whether you're religious or not (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well, like, both of us were raised religious, but, like, I consider myself agnostic. I don't know what you
1: consider yourself to be. I don't even know anymore, but... Something. Existing. Barely. I don't know how much I believe about the Bible anymore, <laughs> but... No.
0: Well, yeah. That's why I consider myself agnostic, because that means I, I believe that there's a higher power. Yeah. But I don't ascribe to a particular higher power or a particular religion.
1: Yeah. So. I don't um, know. I have mixed feelings about all that. Mm-hmm. the Bible and everything now, but still, it's a cool story. Yeah. E- either way. Prince of Egypt is a
0: really, really great film. And it is, it's visually, it's beautiful. It's a really good
1: musical. Mus-
0: yeah. Oh, I love the music from that movie. It's such good music. Um, What's her name? Uh, uh. I know Val Kilmer, I think, is in it.
1: There's a lot of famous actors There's in that, actually. There's a lot of actually. famous actors. Um, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Ram- Bilk, Val
0: Kilmer <laughs> plays Moses. And God. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Zipporah. Patrick Stewart.
1: Sandra plays, Bullock is the sister, Miriam. Is Miriam,
0: yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is Aaron. Oh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, there's some really, really very talented actors in that film. Such a good film. It's a really good film. Um, who are the ones who play the... Uh, the, like, the Egyptian, like, priests? Um, oh, it's... Oh, I remember them. It's Steve Martin and Martin Short. That's who it is. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yes.
1: Love them. <laughs> nice.
0: Love them. I didn't realize Patrick Stewart was in that movie. Helen Helen Niren. Yeah. Ofra Haza. Is that his her name? Her last name? I don't remember. I have no idea.
1: But, yeah. Did you know
0: that Val Comer did the, the God voice? I do not know
1: who is Moses and God. Yeah, he plays Moses <laughs> and God, which is,
0: who can say that? They also did a lot of other like layering of voices for the God
1: voice. I had no but... idea that Voldemort was Ramses. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely thought he a Prince of Egypt before. Harry Potter. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, Prince of Egypt is a really great movie. Ralph Ones will be able to play bad guys. What they say?
0: I love. Love that movie. I love the music of that movie. So
1: good. Okay. Yeah, as soon as I heard... Um, <laughs> I rewatched it like a year ago. As mm-hmm. soon as I heard Aaron speak, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, honest to God,
0: forget that it's him every time. And then all the every now and He's I'm like, like, oh that, my God. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, that type of voice. <laughs> yes. I love like, Oh my Jeff gosh, Goldblum. it's Jeff
0: Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is <laughs> fantastic. He is He's a He's amazing.
1: Treat. <laughs> He's a national treasure.
0: <laughs> Get Nicolas Cage on the case. That was a dumb joke. I like oh. those
1: movies too. Nichols Cage is so weird.
0: I love him, Eddie's so weird. I love. <laughs> he's Nash, always in the, the weirdest movies. movies. The National tre- Treasure movies are so good.
1: National Treasure movies are good.
0: I love those. Those for a while, those were my mom and I's like wrapping Christmas presents on or Christmas Eve.
1: You would watch National Treasure. Yeah, we
0: watched the National Treasure movies and what wrap presents. That's great.
1: We always watched a Christmas story.
0: I think my dad loves that movie. It's funny. <laughs> Mm. my favorite christmas movie is always muppets christmas carol still haven't seen that we have to fix that (laughs) such a good movie but you haven't really seen it if you haven't seen the version with the um the love is gone scene that's such a good song i love it (laughs) there's different scenes there's a scene that was in the original cut that they took out later for some dumb reason. I don't know why. There's like a whole song and everything, oh. and they removed it. But yeah, it's got Michael Caine. Oh, I love Michael, like Michael Caine. Caine. <laughs> Alfred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right.